Hello, you're listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I am your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a life coach specializing in confidence and career progression, I am a strong believer that success is very closely linked to having a positive mindset. I'll be sharing my own highs and lows from my past corporate career in IT sales and sharing some really valuable tips and techniques to help you to get ahead in your career. To help you to get these implemented today, you can catch the written episode on my blog, which is at www.rachelharriotcoaching.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello there, my ambitious ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to season two of Achieve With Me. It has been what feels like forever (laughs) since we ended season one, and I have to say, I feel like a little part of me was missing without the weekly podcasts. Don't know how you feel, let me know. Anyway, the topic of today's podcast is going to be thinking outside of the box and this will be focused on considering alternative options to get towards your goals and ultimately achieving success which is why we're all here. But first it's been a while as I mentioned and because so much has changed in season one I want to give you a bit of a recap on what I've been up to. So the world has finally started changing around us and this week we've had a great announcement about what we can start to expect moving forward, which is marvellous. And as such, I've been enjoying a notably fuller calendar. We've enjoyed um, some wonderful meals out, lots of amazing walks out into the countryside, socialising with friends, barbecues, all sorts of things. And to be honest, I'd almost forgotten what it was like to have my weekend zoom by really. I've been sat sort of reflecting on a Sunday evening and thinking, gosh, where's it all gone? Because we've just done so much things. So it's been fantastic and I love to feel like I've really had my time spent well when I prepare for my week ahead on a Sunday. Now, because of this, I decided to change to a four-day week and have Fridays off. So it's not all the time, it's whenever I haven't really got anything pre-arranged on a Friday. So if I haven't got any clients on that day, um, I'll start to take Fridays off as a rule. And because one of the benefits of being a business owner is that I can flex my own working hours. So at first I had a bit of imposter syndrome really about whether I should be doing this, a bit of guilt around, you know, whether I should be changing my working hours. And what I thought about was, as I worked through this myself, was, you know, there's so many opportunities to get out and about now and so many things on my list. And, you know, for me, I felt it was a really good time investment to be doing these things whilst we can, right? Because previously, you know, I've not made the most of this time. And then you all know what's happened. We've ended up in in lockdowns or various different tiered restrictions. So I really felt I didn't want to reach winter and have any regrets. Also, really, my work should flex around the seasons. And I know that I'll be more than happy to put the hours in over winter when there's not much going on. And to be honest, I'm usually in hibernation mode then anyway. (laughs) So if you follow me on Instagram, 
You'll know that in early June, I actually took part in a Tony Robbins event called Unleash the Power Within. Now, if you aren't familiar with Tony, I definitely recommend you follow him and look into his offerings and and his teachings because he is hugely inspirational. Um, So the event was virtual. It was hosted by a very sophisticated video platform. Um, I think it was about 70,000 people there. So it was really really well performed, there wasn't any technical hitches or anything else, but this event specifically was four days long. And when I was preparing for it, I'd heard it was pretty intense. Um, So I blocked out my diary for four days, batch cooked some healthy snacks and just hoped for the best really. I'd also heard that the days were 12 to 14 hours long. Um, So I was quite nervous about this because as some of you might know, I like to go to bed quite early. So I was thinking, oh my goodness, you know, how am I going to stay awake throughout the days for this event? But I tell you what, it was absolutely incredible. I learned so much about myself as an individual, but also as a coach. We learned all about how our energy is created from within and we can change our state at any given time. So on day one, it was quite a momentous occasion. So it was last thing at night, it was about midnight UK time and we'd been going since midday and we all broke through a plank of wood with our bare hands and celebrated together, which is quite a strange experience for a couple of reasons. One, obviously it's around midnight, so I'm trying to do it really quietly (laughs) so I don't wake anybody up. Um, But secondly, obviously, you're celebrating virtually. So you have this really strange experience of being united with all the other 70,000 people that are doing it at the same time, um, but actually being alone. So it was really, really interesting, but such a great energy. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because the learnings that I took from this have absolutely reshaped my way of approaching life. And I'm going to be sharing some of these amazing concepts with my own spin added on throughout season two of Achieve With Me. So I really want to make sure that I can help you guys to benefit from all the new things that I'm learning. So if you've got any questions about the experience that I've had with the Tony Robbins event, please do message me. I'm more than happy to chat through it. And as ever, I love to hear any further recommendations for topics you'd like me to cover on the podcast. So anyway, back to the task in hand. As I mentioned, today's episode is all about thinking outside of the box. If you're listening to this podcast, the chances are you're pretty ambitious. Um, But not that many people know that there's a very lesser known, almost curse really, that comes from being a high achiever. So when we're focused on personal development and moving forward, we can be incredibly harsh on ourselves. And because of this, we don't tend to celebrate our wins often enough because we're always focusing on the next thing, the next milestone, the the next shiny object. And it's interesting because what happens is we work towards a goal for so long that by the time it comes around, we've almost got used to the fact that we've achieved it. So it doesn't feel like a huge win. Can anyone else relate with this? Now, this can often become a bit of a vicious cycle, to be honest, if we don't meet our own expectations and we become easily demotivated when we hit a stumbling block. And actually, 
depending on where we are on our journey, we can often see the stumbling block as failure in totality, which is crazy, really. Now, the concept of failure in itself is quite interesting, actually, because I don't know about you, but there's so many phrases out there that I always hear. Um, an example I can think of is, it's not over until the fat lady sings, which is an awful phrase, in my opinion. Um, but we're programmed to avoid any risk in life. And so trying something new can take some time to commit to. But once you have, and once we step out of the comfort zone, it feels like everyone's watching. (laughs) Watching with bated breath, ready to say, I told you so, when it doesn't work out. And because of this, failure feels like the ultimate humiliation. Which is why, often in life, we don't pursue the things that we feel called to, to keep us safe. But we have got to stop thinking like this. Now, just because the first time we try something, it doesn't go perfectly, does not mean we have failed. It just means we've discovered a method that wasn't the best fit for us. Now, I want you to think of a time where you've tried something and it hadn't worked, in inverted commas. How did you react? Did you just try to brush it under the carpet and think, oh, well, it's obviously not meant to be? Or did you sit down and do a proper debrief on what actually happened? Chances are, 80% of what you actually did do was right, and it was just the remainder that didn't quite work. What would happen if you could go back through that process, identify what didn't work, and tweak it? and then tried that again. My goal here today is for you to start thinking about achieving in a different way. Now, if you're with me for season one, you'll have hopefully caught my episode on goal setting. Now, if your goal is truly aligned with you and where you want to go, of course, the path to get there can be as long as it needs to be. So let's start thinking outside the box. Take your initial goal and try to strip it back, all the way back, to the true reason that you've set the goal. For example, if the goal is to get a pay rise to X amount, why do you want to earn that? What will having that give you? And why is that important to you? Once you've refined your goal right back down to your true why... You can use this simple five-step process to help you consider multiple paths to getting to that success. And what this is really going to be about is looking at things differently and thinking, if this goal is something that I know is truly aligned to me, I'm going to do what it takes to get there. And I'm not going to think that the first thing that I've tried has failed. I'm going to congratulate myself for saying, great, I found another way that doesn't work. So I'll go through my five-step process and hopefully you'll be able to start implementing this and using this to set your goals and really give you that momentum to move forward with lots of different ways and paths that you can consider. So number one, get some ideas written down. So Typically what we'll do is we'll write down the end goal and we'll think about a way that we could get there and that's the path we'll follow. But what if I asked you to write down five completely different ways that you could reach that goal? So if we go back to the previous example, we talked about getting a pay rise 
and we talked about a specific amount and really understanding why it was that we wanted to earn that, what having that would give you. So let's say in this instance, the reason that you wanted to earn this money was because you wanted to buy a bigger house and you wanted to expand your family within that house. What we're considering here is not necessarily five different ways that you can get the pay rise. We're considering five different ways that you can reach the outcome that you're looking for from the pay rise. So when you think about it differently, the other ways that you could get there really expand. So it's really important to consider all these other different ways and not necessarily just looking at the linear path that you've thought might be possible for you. Number two, when you've written down these five different ways, consider what is the fastest way that you could get there out of the five ways? And what way is likely to take the longest? So actually, when you've considered all these other different pathways, making sure that you're looking at somewhere, some way for you that's going to be sustainable in terms of your energy investment is really important because if it's going to take a very, very long time, you can almost reassess your strategy at that stage. Number three, what way out of the five you've listed, in your opinion, is most likely to work? Now, of course, these different scenarios will be different for everybody. But something likely here might be um, something that's already happening within your life, something that's already presented itself as an opportunity, such as there could be a new role coming up at work that you want to go for. So that might be for you, the one that you feel is most likely. Number four, list your paths in order of preference based on steps one to three. So making sure that you're looking at, okay, you know, for me, it's really important to get to this stage sooner rather than later. So I'm going to look at what's the fastest way for me. So really have a look at the ways that you would like to approach this, making sure that you're starting with the one that you'd prefer in an ideal scenario. Now, you're not limiting yourself to this path at this stage. All you're doing is working through in an order and you're making sure that you're not particularly tied to any of those specific ways, except from you're starting from a place that feels good to you. And number five, as you know, I love an affirmation. Say this statement out loud. I will reach my goal. It doesn't matter which path gets me there, nor does the duration. I am committed to reaching my goal and each way I find that doesn't work is getting me one step closer. So it's really important that you consider every day what steps you're taking within the day to get you there. And saying the statement out loud just really helps you to keep on the path and keep the faith that you are going to get there. Now, the most important thing about this is being committed to the goal. I'm always quoting statistics about goal setting because I actually find it fascinating. But honestly, when you consider that just 8% of people achieve their New Year's resolutions, it really is worth considering alternative paths because we need to understand more about what goal setting means to us and why it's so important 
to set a goal that really feels good and aligns with us. So hopefully this is going to be useful for you. I would absolutely love to hear if you've implemented this method and if so, how it's helped to really shift your mindset about your ability to achieve things. As I mentioned in the intro, um, I've actually got all of my podcasts episodes going into my blog on my website, which is rachelharriotcoaching.co.uk. It just means that you don't have to go through making notes. You can just revisit the areas um, when you've maybe got a bit more time, when you're back at your desk and that sort of thing. So you can go back through um, and revisit those ideas and look at how you're going to plan to implement them. Um, So remember, finally... The only person who gets to be in control of your destiny is you. So as a reminder, please do hit subscribe on the podcast to be notified of any future episodes. Episodes will continue to be published on Friday mornings at 8am. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do leave me a rating and a review. Thank you so much, everybody. It's great to be back and I can't wait for the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I'd absolutely love to hear from you if there's any other workplace challenges you're facing at the moment that you'd like me to consider doing an episode on. Please do follow me on Instagram, which is at Rachel Harriet Coaching. And remember, you can visit my website, www.rachelharrietcoaching.co.uk to revisit some of these topics in my blog or if you want to learn more about one-to-one coaching. Have a wonderful day.